Welcome to Church History. Today we're telling the story of the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, and His Eye is on the Sparrow. Welcome back to Church History. I'm your host, Laura Lee Siemens. Today, I'm continuing my series on church history with our stories of the hymns. For those who are wondering, the book should be ready for pre-sale order by next Monday, so stay tuned. I hope you're enjoying your summer, because I know I am. We will be continuing our story of church history in September, and I'm so excited about the next season of church history and the stories I'm already working on. I love to see how God has worked through the decades and centuries in all seasons to accomplish the same goal, to bring people to Him. But today, we're continuing our summer season talking about the stories behind the hymns. Today, we're talking about songs that remind us that Jesus is our friend and He knows our pain and never leaves us. As I learned the stories of these songs, I was reminded that God never changes and the people who lived long ago leaned on Jesus for strength when life was falling apart. And we can do the same thing today. Joseph was anticipating his wedding. His wedding was just a day away, and his bride-to-be was coming to see him for one last visit before she became his wife. He would meet her along the way. He walked along the river on this beautiful day in Dublin, Ireland. But as he walked, he suddenly saw his bride's horse, alone with no rider. He grabbed the horse's bridle and then walked quickly in the direction of a commotion he could hear. That is when Joseph watched as a group of men pulled his bride from the river. The horse had been spooked, and she had fallen off the horse and landed in the river. Her head hit a rock, and she had drowned. Joseph was heartbroken, and in his grief, he decided to move away. It wasn't enough to just leave Dublin. Joseph didn't want to stay in Ireland either. He decided to move as far away as possible and ended up in a small town called Port Hope in Ontario, Canada. It was 1845 and Joseph, at the age of 25, was living in this new town and trying to find a new reason to live. He began to help anyone he could find who needed help. He chopped wood, carried groceries, fixed buggies, and spent his time studying the Bible and praying. And over the years, he began to heal. Then a family in the town was looking for a tutor for their children. Joseph had graduated from Trinity College, so he offered to tutor the children. The family introduced Joseph to their niece, and the two fell in love. Joseph asked her to marry him, and she agreed. His life here in Port Hope was bringing him healing, and his time with Jesus had changed him. Then, just a week before his wedding, his new bride-to-be fell sick. Joseph sat at her bed day and night and did everything he could for her. Sadly, just a day before their wedding was to take place, she died. Joseph sent a letter to his mother, telling her about the death of his second fiancé and how his heart was broken. But his mother did not need to worry about him. He had the greatest friend of all, and he was not alone. He wrote a poem and added it to the letter. Some of the lines went like this. 
What a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to him in prayer. This time, Joseph didn't feel the need to leave town or the country. He continued to serve anyone who needed help. One day in church, the pastor handed out new hymnals. What a shock Joseph had when one of the songs was the poem he had written to his mother. However, there is a different name under the author. His mother had sent the poem into the hymnal to be printed. However, the printer had accidentally put the name of a well-known author on the poem. The man printed as the author sent a letter to the hymnal telling them he was not the author. So it became a mystery. Who was the writer of this song? And quickly, the song became one of the most popular songs, not just in Port Hope, but across Canada, the United States, and the entire kingdom of Britain. One day, Joseph was helping a man, and the man was in bitter sorrow after losing his wife. Joseph told the man his story and told him his secret, that he was the author of the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. The man wrote the hymnal and told Joseph's story. By the time Joseph died, October 10th, 1886, his story had spread and his song was being sung all over the world. What a friend we have in Jesus. enjoying this podcast? Do you want to support this podcast? Well, pour yourself a cup of coffee and imagine waking up each morning with a reminder from our church fathers. Check out our Etsy page where you can find mugs with quotes from great men and women of God. You'll find a link in the show notes. And now back to our episode. The story behind his eye is on the sparrow. In the beautiful eastern province of Nova Scotia, Canada, a little girl named Sevilla was born in 1866. She grew up in Canada and met and married a Harvard grad named Walter Martin. Walter was an evangelist and traveled and preached. Sevilla traveled with her husband and he preached all over America. Sevilla loved to sing and she would write music and the couple would sing before he preached. In 1904, Sevilla heard that a friend of hers was sick and dying. She returned to her home in Nova Scotia to visit her friend. When she arrived at her friend's house, she found her friend in bed, but with a smile on her face. Sevilla could not understand how her friend could be at peace and resting while suffering. Her friend pointed out the window at a sparrow. She said, I watch this sparrow every day, and I remember what Jesus said. Are not two sparrows sold for a penny? Yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care. 
and even the very hairs on your head are numbered. So don't be afraid. You are worth more than many sparrows. Sevilla spent the day with her friend and found herself inspired by her friend's ability to have peace in such a difficult time. When she got home, she took a pen and paper and wrote these words. Why should my heart be lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion? My constant friend is he. His eye is on the sparrow, and I know he watches me. Her poem was sent to a man named Charles Gabriel, who was a famous composer. He wrote music to the poem, and soon the song was spreading across Canada and the United States. Today, what a wonderful reminder for us. I know he is watching me. Oh, the clouds are 
Thank you for listening to today's episode on the history of the hymns. We will be returning to our regular Church History podcast in September. If you want to hear more podcasts, check out my website, lauraleesiemens.com. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and share these stories with your friends. We'll see you next week.